Welcome. 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 You're listening to Built by Us. Built by Us. Built by Us. Built by Us. The Bricks. Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new Brick episode of Built by Us. It's Taylor and Alyssa here again. And today we are talking about the third and final pillar of the For the People Acts. So another reminder, the For the People Act is a sweeping pro-democracy package. We know that we need everything in here because as we read through it, we're like, wait, why don't we have that? This is common sense. Common sense solutions for our non-functional democracy right now to make it more functional. And today, specifically, we're talking about one of the arguably most common sense ones, (laughs) holding our elected leaders accountable. Mm-hmm. And just a refresher, last week and the week before that, we talked about making voters simpler, safer, and fair, and getting big money out of politics, which are, again, common sense solutions. So if you want to learn more about those, go check out our two last episodes. So here's a quick snapshot of some things that will help us hold our elected leaders accountable. Um, one, the For the People Act would end prison gerrymandering. If you don't know what prison gerrymandering is, Basically, if someone is currently in jail or prison, then they count as someone who lives in the district in which they're uh, incarcerated, rather than the truth that they live in the district of where their actual home is before and after they spend that time um, in an institution. So prison gerrymandering is a problem because it counts people in incorrect places. It's considered a type of gerrymandering because similarly to racist or partisan gerrymandering, it's this whole thing of people not being counted correctly where they should be counted, which is another way that politicians have more control over who their voters are versus the voters having control over them, right? Which is what we actually need. And that's all not to mention how hard it is for people who are incarcerated to actually vote. You know, so if you're someone who's in jail or awaiting trial, you've not been convicted yet. And if it's a misdemeanor, not a felony, then you still have the right to vote while you're in jail or prison. Right. So this just further allows politicians who run those districts to take advantage of the fact that those people aren't voting and not serving them. So the second highlight of this category that we really like is this bill would prohibit House members from serving on for-profit boards, which basically just makes it so that House members can't really make money off of their special position, which again, just makes sense. (laughs) So those are some highlights that are within this pillar, but let's take a deeper dive on three of our favorite pieces of this legislation that fall under holding elected leaders accountable. So going into our faves, our first favorite part of this bill is that it will ban racist and partisan gerrymandering through the establishment of an independent redistricting commission. And we've definitely talked about this before, but this bill would establish uniform rules for drawing congressional district maps, and it would require public participation. And so that means that we would not only know what the maps look like, but we would also have input on drawing them. It also mandates that states use independent redistricting commissions so that the maps aren't drawn by politicians, but they're drawn by regular people, which just makes sense. Over will be the days of politicians choosing their voters. Exactly. I don't think that we need to remind y'all that gerrymandering has been an issue in our state and the whole country for decades. All parties do it. 
no one is immune to the desire to like hoard all the power to one side. Um, And so in recent years, technology has just gotten too sophisticated and state lawmakers can create a voting map that would either ensure their reelection as an incumbent um, and just block any possibility of someone new coming in or um, ensure the highest number of representatives of their party winning, right? You may know the terms cracking and packing, or, you know, if you just want to go back and listen to our redistricting episode to remind yourself um, why uh, we need to ban partisan gerrymandering. Racist, partisan, and prison gerrymandering are not a proper democracy. The people running for office in a district should not be in charge of drawing that district. It is a clear conflict of interest. So switching every state over to independent redistricting commissions that are made up of regular people of all parties with no affiliation to the politicians in power is the way out of our current mess. Exactly. So moving on to our second favorite part of this pillar, this bill would instate a code of ethics for the United States Supreme Court. So I don't know if you know this, but the U.S. Supreme Court's nine justices are the only U.S. judges, state or federal, that are not bound by a written code of ethical conduct. And so this bill would just finally create something and get something written for us to hold these people accountable to their oath. Exactly. Or just even like something that they need to follow on their own. Like we shouldn't have to hold them accountable. They should have a set of standards to follow. Um, So this is just another provision that why doesn't it exist? Like you're telling me that the judges who sit on the highest court in the land, like that's the phrase for the Supreme Court, quote, the highest court in the land, and they don't have any ethical standards that they need to meet on the job. And that's ridiculous because we as regular ass people have ethical codes that we need to meet. We can get fired for doing something wrong and these people cannot. They're just there for life. I digress. So we know that this is unacceptable and it's a necessary change that will come out of the For the People Act. And our last favorite part of this bill is pretty cut and dry. So this bill would require major party presidential candidates to disclose their tax returns. And unfortunately, this has just become a necessity to be written into law. We need to be able to verify that our elected leaders are being honest and transparent about following the laws that us regular people have to as well. Common sense. Back at it again. So in summary, our elected leaders are not above the law. They're the ones creating and upholding the law. So why should they get a free pass around it? They should be held to probably an even higher standard So I'm excited that the For the People Act will give us regular people the grounds needed to hold our elected leaders accountable. If you are ready to hold our elected leaders accountable, go to demnc.co slash for the people and send a message to our North Carolina senators to make sure that this once in a generation pro-democracy package passes.